Yo, I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Well, if you're going to take tell that to me, I won't tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Hello. Hello. Welcome Hello. to episode 69, <laughs> Stu and Al Pod, with me, Al. And him, Stu. Uh, uh, oh, again. Look closer, my friend. Did you like my opening there, Stu? You should have told you what you wanted. I know, but it was very frustrating. Too aggressive, and I just think you know, if you're going to get aggressive, then I'm not going to tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So, mm. what uh, episode one now? What? What episode is this? Uh, Sixty-nine. Ow! Yep, he's been at it again, isn't he? Who? Oh, Roy, he's been watching some more films. Oh, God, go on then. It's the tape. Right, thank you. And click. All right, boys. Looks like I'm a bit of a regular now, just like your man, Reich Reed, there. I've been watching a couple more films for this poxy show that you do each week <laughs> or every other week or whenever you feckin' do it. Babies. <laughs> B- babies. Thanks for that. Anyway, the first film I watched this week was School of Rock. Look at you, Dilly Finn. All down in the dumps because your music career's in tatters. <laughs> then you decide to steal your roommate's job as a substitute teacher. And then you think you're a big man by entering school kids in the battle of the bands, band, man, bands, band. What a baby. What a big baby. Get your own job. Get a real band. Baby. <laughs> Yeah. Also, <laughs> excuse me. That season and all that. Uh, I've also watched Castaway this week. Look at you, Chuck Nolan. <laughs> Acting like nobody has ever been on a plane crash before. Oh, boo hoo. I'm on a tropical island with a shitload of free stuff from FedEx. Oh, my only pals of volleyball. Who you managed to lose, by the way. What a baby. <laughs> What a big baby. Grow up. Get a real friend. You can talk to the dead pilot. Treat it as a holiday for feck's sake. Baby. <laughs> Very good. I'll see you next week, pals. Two more films <laughs> on the way. Well, Stu, um, first of all, Stu, before we before we start, I just want to show you. Um, are you still doing Wordle, Stu? I've not done it this year, I think. Right, Stu, I do it every day, and I put the same word in to start Wordle every single day, and I've done that since I've started. Check it out. Hold on. No, blue neck. Let me just get the bit up. Look, I've got it in one today because it, oh, it was the word that I use every single day. I used day. to do um, farts. How oh, did you? Well, I've, I've always used beast because it's got an E and A and S and a T in it. But now I'm going to have oh, to choose a new I like word. A-R- A-R-S-T, farts, was a good one. Um, it yeah. never came up, though. So No, I'm going to have to choose a new word now to start with, which is... Use uh, my use my farts if you want. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe maybe I should just stop playing Wordle now. Maybe I've just... That's it, I've done. I've done it. I've got the... Uh, got yeah, the I, I, I don't know. I just got bored of it, I think. Yeah. It's it's one of the first things I do in the morning to kind of wake me up. But uh, I think Frank still plays it. Yeah, I think he does. You see some people still post about it on Twitter. Um, Stu! Yeah. Um, today, I couldn't think of anything for the intro. So what I've done is I've researched the top 
uh, the worst dad jokes on the internet. And I found a website, so I thought oh, I'd read... Oh, why you done that? That's all my material gone. <laughs> I'll read you three jokes, Stu. What's Forrest Gump's password? Generally. One, Forrest, one. <laughs> that one, is it? Um, how many ears does Spock have? Two. No, three. His left ear, his right ear, and the his final, final front ear. This one's my favourite, Stu. <laughs> What's Whitney Houston's favourite coordination? Um, Hand eye! <laughs> that was a Dolly Parton song. I know, but it, Whitney Houston also covered it. So, Well, they're both like hand eye. Right, here's top three. <laughs> In each episode, me and Al are set a subject where we tell you our top three things about it. And then we get you lot, the listeners and the public and all that, we get you lot to tell you what your top three things as well. So, for example, Al, if I was to say to you what are your top three Phoenix Knights characters? Ooh. Um, well, this could have been an actual good one for the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Your top three wrapping papers. Oh, yeah. That really horrible sort of t- tin foily wrapping paper that you can't tear, which makes open yep. presents less fun and more. Why would that be your top three then? Uh, just because it's really annoying when other people have to unwrap it. It's quite oh, funny. Um, your simple pound shop wrapping paper. And the wrapping paper I used to get from Debenhams which before it closed down. I used to get the uh, four pack from there that came with bows and tags. But of course they've oh. closed down now, so I can't get it from there anymore. Well, funnily enough, I've got three sets of wrapping papers right in front of me right now, and that is football, Winnie the Pooh, and dinosaurs. So I'm going to go with them. Excellent. Well, Stu, it was my choice for this episode's top three, and I chose your top three pop groups. Now, Stu, we went into uh, the the fact that you couldn't have pop groups that played their own instruments, unless yeah. it was something like Take That, where they play a piano every so often. And I noticed some people on Twitter still put in pop groups that play their own instruments. So I will uh, talk about that. But first, do you want me to go first on this one? Number three? Yeah. I've gone for S Club. There ain't no party like an S Club party. So S Club 7, or now known as S Club, uh, started in 1998 and ran till 2003. Then they started up again in 2014 till 2015. And they've just restarted again in 2023. Unfortunately, um, with the death of Paul oh. in, um, in S Club, he will no longer obviously be in the band, and neither will Hannah Spirit. She's uh, she's not doing it. So they're just now called S Club. Did you know, Stu, that um, they started with this with their own sitcom called Miami Seven? Yes, which was uh, I think it was on BBC. Could have had that in the BBC shows. That's me. But after. It's quite sad, actually. If you read really read into the story of S Club, it's really sad because oh, they didn't get paid anything, did they? Was yeah, like, after they disbanded, um, quite a few of them had financial problems. Obviously, you had some like Rachel Stevens who went on to have a, a further career. Um, I can't remember any of the others. I think that one of the lads, John, I think it was, was in West End Musical, so he kind of did all right. Um, the one was racist on Big Brother. Yeah, um, they Now I read somewhere that after the years that they were together, which is the 
uh, the five years um, at the start, they only came out with £70,000 each, which if you think about it, it's appalling, but like they didn't write their own music, so they weren't getting paid for that. Um, all of like the travel expenses were taken out of the money. It was um, Simon Fuller who ran them. Uh, Hannah Spirit was actually left homeless at one point because she just wasn't making any money. Um, they are described as bubblegum pop, and they had they only had four albums, which I was quite surprised at. I thought they'd probably have more. But they're a great pop group, weren't they, Stu? Just like really cheesy pop that you didn't... Yeah, they get you on the dance floor, don't they? That they do. Well, that's my number three, Stu. Let's have yours. New Kids on the Block. Ooh, ooh New Kids on the Block. I've just been doing the song step by step. Step, step by step. Who made it? Gotta get to you. Step, step one. Step. <laughs> you can have lots of fun. Step two, two, two. <laughs> well, that's good enough. So they were formed in 1984. Yeah. Boston, Massachusetts. Hey, I wonder if they um, were in Frank's class at school. Maybe Frank was a member of... Or, no, they, they would have been with Frank at school. Yeah. Maybe Frank was in New Kids. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe Frank was in New Kids on the Block. Ah. He, he's kept well, that in well, hasn't he? Yeah. Hi, I'm Frank, and I'm in New Kids on the Block. <clears throat> sounds sounds familiar. I, I think it's probably likely that it happened. Mm. The band consisted of five, well, five members, maybe six. Uh, Joey McIntyre. Donnie Wahlberg, who went into the acting. Oh, yeah. Danny Wood, brothers Jordan and Jonathan Knight, and Frank Mendoza. <laughs> it was their second album, Hanging Tough. I had that on cassette, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which gave them their big break. They released hit single after single until the 1994, when they took a break. 2008, they returned with a new album and a reunion tour in tow. Uh, they even got Lady Gaga and Neo. Remember Neo? Yeah. Indeed. Uh, they got them to, to collaborate on that album. Nowadays, they're doing joint reunion tours with Backstreet Boys, Boys to Men, and 98 Degrees. I would definitely go to one of them shows. I would. Let's go. Uh, they're back, but they're said to be taking it step by step. Oh, excellent. Lovely. <laughs> um, I'd go to one of them. Boys to Men and New Kids. And Backstreet Boys, yeah. Fucking okay, yeah, go on. So my number two, Stu, um, I'm going to go with a band which I'm pretty certain most people will not have heard of, and that was uh, a pop group called Mr. President. Nope. No? Uh, they actually are a really long-running band from 1991 to 2008. Uh, there was Wait. three in the band. Pardon? Mr. President, Coco Jambo, Mr. President. Coco Jambo. Ah, yeah, yeah. Pick me up, put me Pick down. Me down. Put my feet back <laughs> on the ground. Um, now, they ran, yeah, as I say, from 1991 to 2008, and they're originally from Germany, apart from the rapper in the group, Delroy Reynolds, who is actually British. Ah. Uh, I used to know all of his rap to Coco Jumbo. Wow. <laughs> Might sing. You yes. should have kept that to yourself. Yeah. Um, Coco Jumbo was their biggest hit. It, it reached number eight in the UK. I did. Uh, they had seven studio albums, with three of them being compilation albums. Now, Stu, ah. I... I actually own all of Mr. President's albums. I've still all got seven. Them. Yeah, all Including seven. the free compilation ones. Yep. Um, 
they released 19 singles worldwide and some of them still tour now. There's one of the original girls and uh, Delroy Reynolds, they still tour singing the songs and doing new stuff as well. I just, I loved Mr. President. I don't know what it was about them. A lot of people would call them, like they were referred to on the internet as um, Euro dance, but their songs were very poppy. Like Coco Jumbo is such a pop. Yeah, song. yeah, we'll allow it. We'll allow it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mr. President, um, really. If uh, if Mr. President at the Butlins weekender, then uh, we're definitely going. Definitely. Going to number two. All Saints, Al. All Saints. Mm. They were my number four. Yeah. Uh, All Saints formed in 1993 in a Debenham stockroom in Bexley Heath. Uh, the original lineup consisted of members Melanie Blatt. Yeah. Chasney Lewis. Uh, Simone Rainford. Oh. And Nicole Appleton. Uh, Simone left the group shortly after they formed after getting a job at Boots and couldn't commit to the uh, stockroom rehearsals at Debenhams. Uh, so Nicole asked her sister Natalie, who was working at JD Sports, and she uh, quit, got a transfer to Debenhams, and agreed to join the band. Oh, excellent. Uh, they gained popularity with their debut album, All Saints. I'm glad I came up with that title. Yeah. That was that released album. in 1997. It spawned the hit single, I Know Where It's At, which is oh. uh, which would have been a good theme tune for Finders Keepers. Yes, it would have. Hmm. And uh, Never Ever which topped the UK charts and featured in many drinking games. Never Ever, Stu, is one of the longest songs. It's like seven minutes long. Is it? Yeah, honestly, if you like, go and listen to it when we finish this show, it's almost seven minutes long. Uh, Never Ever became the signature song as well as it reached number four in the US Billboard chart. Oh. Cracked oh. America. Their next album included hits like Black Coffee and Pure Shores, which was used in the movie The Beach. Mm-hmm. 2001 they had a temporary split they still tour and can usually be found on TV shows like Loose Women or This Morning After Phil Got Fired because he's a big <laughs> nonce oops did they <laughs> they really are they still touring yeah yeah they do those reunion tours don't they they all do that I'd go and see them yeah like my, my number one Stu yeah number one for me Stu Girls Aloud like if you want pop music like Girls Aloud are the best pop group for me. Their songs are just brilliant pop music. Um, it's formed in 2002 um, and they disbanded in 2009. And they actually were formed through the TV show Pop Stars The Rivals. Pop Stars The Rivals, yeah. The girls band who said the boy band, weren't it? Yeah. Do you remember the name of the boy band? Biscuits. It was One True Voice. Wow. Chickies Way with Words. What's that song? Oh, they actually, sorry, they got back together for a year, 2012, 2013. Who, Girls Aloud? Yeah, Girls Aloud. Uh, what the one true voice? They split up very, I think they were split up within a year. Yeah, <laughs> they were shit. Um, their debut single, debut single, Sound of the Underground, was Christmas number one. And Sound they, of the they Underground. 2002. They actually released six albums, and it, but still, I was quite surprised they only had four number ones in the UK. Oh, but uh, uh, let me try and get them. Let me try and get them. I don't know them. Oh, Sound of the Underground, obviously. Biology, I bet we won. Might be, yeah. Uh, the Promise, I think, was one. And Love Machine, more than likely. Oh, yeah. Love, uh, Machine, is, Love Machine is one of the greatest pop songs ever. It's Ooh, so good. That's a big shout. 
But like for your kind of, I think if you were to look at your nineties to to two thousand and ten pop, I think Love Machine is is up there. It's a great song. Mm-hmm. I'm just love and we also know that I can do a great Cheryl impression, don't we, Steve? From oh, we do, God. we do know that, we do know that. Oh man, I was in Gears and that. Steve, would you like a really um, chauvinistic, sexist joke? Yeah, go on. Hey, still, I bet you wouldn't mind being a girl's allowed. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Terrible. I'll do my uh, number one then, yeah? Yeah. Have you got a sexist chauvinistic joke to do with it as well? No. I, right, picked N- I picked NSYNC. All right, fair enough. Okay. Uh, the US boy band that gained immense popularity in the late 90s and early 2000s. Formed in Orlando, Florida. Oh. In 1995. Uh, the original members were Justin Timberlake, you know him off the telly box. Yeah, he's in all them films now, and he's prattling about on camera and all that. He's always really prattling about. J.C. Chaz says, Chris Kirkpatrick, Joey Fatone, and Lance Bass. Oh, good old Lance Bass. Their career took off in 1998 with the release of their self-titled debut album with hit singles "I Want You Back" and "Tearing Up My Heart." Tearing up my heart's a good one. Yeah, it's gonna be May. I'm getting to that. All in 2000, right. they released their biggest album, No Strings Attached, selling over a million copies on its first day of release oh, and yeah. was used to promote the new Pinocchio movie as well. <laughs> <laughs> it spawned two massive singles, Bye Bye Bye, which is better than Love Machine, no. and It's Gonna Be My, also better than Love Machine. No way. Shortly after the uh, third album, they went on a hiatus. And only ever briefly reformed in 2018 during Timberlake's Super Bowl halftime show. Mm. Timberlake became a worldwide star. JC Chazes is now a cop in Canada. Lance really? Bass is an astronaut. Joey Fatone is a celebrity chef. And Chris Kirkpatrick is an environmental lawyer. Oh, that's interesting. My. My. I've got some honorable mentions, Al. Do them after the uh, after the thingy. You want the uh, thingy? Yeah. Yep. Alex, all that stuff about them um, NSYNC members. Yeah. I've just made that all up. Oh. <laughs> Apart <laughs> from Justin Timberlake, and I think Lance Bass did go into space though. So there's truth behind the astronaut thing. There. Okay. Yeah. Well, they could be true. I don't know. Could be. Not, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know them. Uh, so okay, from the shouts around the world, then out top three, uh, Alyssa. Being from America, she picked American bands. Fair enough. Mm. NSYNC, 3LW, Hanson. Oh, Hanson. No, Hanson. Can't have Hanson. They've got their own instruments. Can't have them. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Uh, Regular Gav, Backstreet Boys, Ace of Bass, TLC. Didn't Ace of Bass play instruments as well? Well, Ace of Bass were a dance group. Well, I saw the sign wasn't dance, was it? What, who was the third one as well? TLC. Were they R&B? Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to be critical uh, of everyone. <laughs> see if you can, get, see if you can like, be critical of each one then. Yeah. Kessa G, 5, S Club 7, Boyzone. Can't really say about I that. Can't, I can't be critical of that, no. Uh, Brendotron, S Club, Spice Girls, Steps. Yeah, good one. Chris Comrath. The oh, man he's... is back. 
<laughs> Hashtag keep Comrath. Uh, hearsay, Nika's on the block, and All Saints. Hearsay. <laughs> Wherever you go, I'm going to be there. <laughs> oh, I'm not going then. <laughs> Uh, he's picked New Kids on the Block, Madonna and J-Lo. No, Madonna and J-Lo aren't pop groups. They're pop acts. They're, they're singers. Can't have it. Again, I saw these on Twitter and I didn't say anything on Twitter. I waited until the podcast. Oh, well, you should have replied then, shouldn't you? you no, I was waiting. I thought, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna wait. I'm going to wait on everyone's. Fine. Uh, Hayley's picked one. Take That, Spice Girls and Ava. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Why? Okay. Why wouldn't that Ava? be? Ava? Ava play the piano? Never mind. Yeah, but we said that like they didn't play it on every song, did they? It was only oh, like... so that's about yeah, fair enough. Okay, good. You say about take that. Sometimes Gary Barlow plays. Let it. Attack, like, okay, yeah, so oh, yeah, right, cool. Um, Laura's picked Bewitched Five and LFO. Yep. Okay. I don't know who LFO are. I'm gonna have a look after this. My honourable mentions were Take That, Spice Girls, Westlife, and No Mercy. Don't yeah. No Mercy. Where do you go? <laughs> My love, oh, they play the guitar, they play the guitar, didn't they? Uh, uh, 911 A1, yeah, Ant and Deck, like when they were PJ and Duncan. <laughs> uh, Bewitched is a good one. Uh, Cleopatra, Cleopatra coming at you, Daphne and Celeste, U G L Y, you ain't got no Earl of Alibi, you ugly, uh, uh, <laughs> excellent. Uh, well, there we go, Stu. What's the uh, what's the next top three? Well, we're sticking with music, Al. Funnily Ooh. enough, I want your top three one hit wonders. One hit wonders. Now, yeah, nothing too nothing too strict about this. They could have released other songs over the years as well, but songs that are known to be one hit wonders. Yeah, they're like five hundred miles, the one and only. I don't think you anyone know. should be allowed to pick uh, Rick Astley. <laughs> Yeah, you could pick Never Give You Up. That was like a one it wonder, wasn't it? Kind yeah, of. I know, but I don't think people should pick it. I am. Oh, yeah. I could yeah. pick I could pick Coco Jumbo by uh Miss President. Yeah, yeah so I mean that song so like it's not it's not a strict one hit wonder, that's the only song they did, but one but the one where bands are like known for just know. usually just one song and that's it. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, so if you okay, want to did that Rick Astley did that didn't, but no one knows what it's called. So you just did one. You just did, and of course, you, if you're going to name it Rick Astley, it would be the one and only. Yeah. No, not the one and only. No. Never going to give you up. And still, of course, um, the Proclaimers did. When you go, will you send back a letter from Yeah, but what's it called? America? What's it called? Letter from America. Ah. Yeah, well, suppose. you know, I'd, I'd, it's, if you... A knee-jerk reaction, you'd say 500 miles, wouldn't you, yeah. if you're going to name one of those? Uh, on the next episode, Stu, um, I'll tell my uh, my story of going to see the Proclaimers musical. Um, but I'll wait till the next episode when or more than likely the Proclaimers will come up. Damn. So um, when we went to see The Little Mermaid earlier, the, there's a trailer for a film coming out, and it's like, take that, the musical. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Good. So, if you'd like to, if you'd like to send <laughs> your one-hit wonders, you can 
We are stewandourpod at gmail.com or on Instagram and Twitter. We are at stewandourpod. So that was top three. And now it's time for not 90s corner, but the naughty corner. You nearly say 90s each week, though. I know. We can discuss our favourite songs and films in the naughty corner. Ooh. In each episode, Stu and I are going through the 2000s and talking about our favourite film and single. Last episode, we looked at our favourite single of the year 2002. A poll went up on Twitter. I think there was quite a few votes, Stu. I did vote for it and I retweeted and said, pick the one that your mum said, Nora Jones, because I chose that one as well. I, I voted for that, but I don't know if it won or not. So Stu, have you got some uh, yeah, we've got 54 votes in total. Yep. In um, last place was my pick, The Sweetness by Jimmy Eat World. Yeah. That was winning at one point. Yeah. Oh. Third place, don't know why, Nora Jones. You oh. oh. never listened to his, don't you? Told you what to pick. Yeah. And you still went and did the others. Second place and first place was split by 1%. One had 30% of the vote, the other one had 31%. In second place was Heaven by DJ Sammy. The winner was By The Way with 31%. I think that was picked by regular Gav and Alyssa. So, well done. That's the shit. That that wasn't doing that well at one point, by the way. By the way, it wasn't doing very well. By the way, it wasn't doing very well. So in this episode, it's time for your favourite film from the year 2003. So, Stu, I was going to call you Sue then, going back Sue. to the... Sue, Sue and Valpod. And um, Stu, what is your favourite film from 2003? There were some great ones as well in this year. Sorry, Al. Um, just going back to the previous top three, uh, I forgot to mention Wolfie. But for what? Oh, the top three. Okay, go on then. Yes. Sorry, I, I just read my notes now. I just say check Twitter. Um, yeah, so just going back to that very quickly. Wolfie picked Spice Girls, and in brackets, Bex was doing one of them. <laughs> For his own, and Metallica, mate. Yeah. Uh, I've replied saying, definitely can't have Metallica, you strange person. He replied saying, what are you saying about Metallica, mate? Great pop group. I said, no. He said then, fine, the Beatles. <laughs> I've told him to go away. And then he's had an outburst going... Podcast for knobs, mate. Your two are fucking knobs as well, mate. I've uh, tried to um, provoke him by saying, you still sleep with a nightlight on. <laughs> and then he's replied with, only because your mam's in my bed, mate. <laughs> I thought, why don't you show your face on your picture, Wolfie? So ugly, no mother could look at you, especially your own, you degenerate. <laughs> he's gone. Shut your fucking mouth, you knob. Swear down, you ain't not gonna talk when I ain't there. I'm gonna get battered, mate, like the fish in the chippy, mate. Swear down. <laughs> I tried to run that through Google Translate. Even that said, no, don't know, not sure. I've outed him with a picture of him in a t-shirt. He's put, mate, you ain't never not wanna gonna meet me down the farm track near me, mate. You do when you ain't got not never gonna get out of life. I've asked him to translate into human. These put Ash, your ma'am. <laughs> I put, it's so strange you do these mum jokes, especially as you were abandoned at birth. <laughs> Can't really blame your parents for doing that, to be fair. 
<laughs> and he just replied by sticking his finger up. And that was the end of that. <laughs> Good old Wolfie. <laughs> oh, don't go down the farm track near him then, Steve. <laughs> no, don't want to not no go down there no meat, do you? <laughs> Uh, go then. What's your favourite film from two thousand three? I picked Sea Biscuit Al. Okay, I've never seen it. True story film of the under under sized Depression era racehorse, who against all the odds, who's against all odds victory. Sorry, lifted the spirit of a nation, as it you can see him doing that during the film. Toby Maguire plays troubled jockey Red Pollard, who forms a very special bond with the horse. A couple of facts from the film as well: are more than forty horses were used to make the film, with ten. Playing the role of Seabiscuit. Yeah. Uh, the film received critical acclaim and made over 140 million at the box office. And it does include the real life jockey Gary Stevens, who in his career has won the Kentucky Derby. Ooh. Come mm. racing at the Kentucky Derby. It's here, so play it now. <laughs> it's a really good film, mate. If you've not seen it, then I'd strongly yeah, advise you to watch it. Well, Steve. I went through, um, I wrote loads down and then decided um, right at the end. Um, and this one really is because I've watched, I've seen a few clips of it on YouTube recently and I really want to watch it again, but it's it's not on any of the streaming apps. Uh, it's City of God. I don't know if you've seen it. The Brazilian masterpiece. Yeah, yeah I love it. So if you don't know, it's about um, in the slums of Rio de Janeiro, two kids' paths diverge as one struggles to become a photographer and the other a drug kingpin. It's got an, a rating of 8.6 out of 10 on IMDb. Film. They did make a series about it as well, mm. City of... Um... Oh, they did the um, they did the 10-year thing when they went back 10 years later. Cause a lot yeah, of that was the TV there. show, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, they, they, it, was, it was a pretty impressive film. They used a lot of um, amateur actors in the film. Uh, and it is actually loosely based on real events uh, about a photographer who who went out. And actually, the the guy who plays the main character, he didn't he, he didn't want to he wasn't supposed to be in it. He went along with his friend to the audition to keep him company. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Him up and he, he tried for it, but it's such. I've not seen it in years, but I've watched. I've mm. I've recently watched a few clips on YouTube, so I wanted to go back and watch it. It's so good, and it's yeah. You know, no, it really was a really good film. Um, but yeah, that was that was mine. So, um, do you want to tell us what the listeners said, Stu? And then I'll, I've got some honourable mentions afterwards as well. I don't have any honourable mentions. Uh, right, films two thousand and three. Frankie's picked Mystic River and Pieces of April. I've not seen any. Pieces of April sounds really good. It's got Katie Holmes in Mystic River. Mystic River's a class film. Oh. Yeah. Uh, regular Gav, Master and Commander. Brilliant film. Not seen it. Brilliant I'm not film. A big fan of um what's his face? Russell Crow. Russell Crow, yeah, I'm not a massive fan of his. He's done some exceptional films. I like Gladiator. I really like Gladiator. It's a great film, but I'm not a massive fan of his. What's that one he did with Ryan Gosling? The funny one, the nice guys, I think it was called. That was good. Yes, well. yeah, that's pretty good. Mm. Sure, you're not a fan? Mm. <laughs> uh, G, The Last Samurai. Not seen it. Tom Cruise. Good film. Yeah. Uh, Bren's gone to school rock. Yep. Uh, oops. <sighs> so, you know, I've done the writing down here, Al. 
There's another yeah. one for top three. I put in the uh, the films bit. So Katie's put S Club, Spice Girls, and Westlife, but she wrote it as Wheat Life. Oh yeah, boy, did we have some fun with that. And I said, <laughs> wheat Life. It's the only life I know. Wheat Life. We all love the Wheat Life. Yeah, we all love the Wheat Life. Um, and Wolfie's put Too Fast, Too Fucking Furious, mate. Yeah, and I think yeah. we just left that there. I don't think there was any response for that one. Okay. Um, so which ones are we put in, Steve? Uh, uh, definitely Master... Master and Commander. Master and Commander, then, and then School of Rock. Put School of Rock in. Yeah. Okay. Um, Stu, do you want my honourable mentions? You've yeah. got um, Old School, which is a good film. Kill Bill Volume One came out in two thousand and three. Oh yeah, I saw that. That's my How... one as well. Yeah, House of a Thousand Corpses, which was uh, pretty good. Uh, Freddy versus Jason came out that year. And Stu, the the only other one that was challenging, City of God, 28 Days Later. Oh, yes. Great film. film. Great film. So uh, in the next episode, well, Stu's going to put those that poll up on Twitter. And in the next episode, would you we would like your favourite single from the year 2003. Again, Ooh. you can get in contact stuandalpod at gmail.com or on Instagram and Twitter. We are at stuandalpod. Great stuff. Still to come. I go to London this week. This week. This week. I go to London this week to meet a very interesting person. Oh, wait. He's not that interesting. But you could say he's a VIP, if you will, of the Bag of Nails. Oh, exciting. Anyway, anyway. Uh, Mike Reed is back with more tips. Do aliens exist? Find out in, in the news. Uh, it's Waterworld versus Wonder and Tits Up. I'm not going to do very good at Waterworld because I lasted about half an hour before I fell asleep and missed the whole film. Don't worry, the questions are from the first 10 minutes. Yay! It's fucking <laughs> shit. It really is. I watched He's it got gills! He's got gills! <laughs> <laughs> that was enough for me. And sleep. <laughs> you don't need Paul McKenna, you just need half an hour of that. <laughs> Uh, but for now, here's Al with an ad. For subpar comedy and poor impressions, it's time for Al's ad. Alright, I'm Mel C from the Spice Girls, and I've just opened Mel C's Automobile Superstore. What does the C stand for in Mel B? Cars! We've got thousands of the fuckers. So if you want to be a car owner, you come and said, tell what us. What does the C stand for in Mel B? Oh, C. Mel C. Mel C. <laughs> and tell us what you can come and tell us what you want, what you really, really want. And uh. you can leave with a brand new Zig Zig car. <laughs> oh. Also, if you buy one car, we'll give you another one for free. Yes, that's two become one in a in a sort of way. Yeah, I can see it again. Yeah. So bring the whole family: your dad, sister, brother, and your mama. Ah. And spice up your life with a brand new car. We open seven days a week, so please say you'll be there. Nah, no, wouldn't. <laughs> and we won't. Um, we won't ask, who do you think you are if you try to haggle on price? Viva forever. <laughs> I think I'm going to do our, um, our ads like that more often now. Use some 
fans like you used to do within the news. Quite enjoyable. Yeah, I don't do it in the news anymore, so you might as well take that. Oh, take that. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Could I that one? Ah, leave that in. Leave that in. Okay, I will do. And now it's time for In the News. In the news, in each episode, Stu tells us some funny news stories. Oh, they're bloody hilarious, they are. He also tells us the sport, Dr. Doris, maybe a bit of Arnie, and the weather. So, Stu, here are your headlines. Cheers, Al. Headlines. Shell dumps 15 tonnes of endangered animals from airplanes to put out burning oil fields. <laughs> Lovely. Heinz boosts sales by adding mental health to ketchup bottles. Yeah. And a plume of smoke above the Vatican signals the last evidence of abuse has now been burned. Oh, terrible. <laughs> Why did he go there? I can't quite. But voiced. But voiced. A spate of tortoise thefts in a retirement home has left residents shell-shocked this week. Lovely. Nine in total were stolen over three days, but thankfully all were recovered. It turned out that the pets in a half-shell were taken by a group of snails. One resident said to officers, I don't know what happened, it all happened so fast. (laughs) Yes. In related news, a naked man was stopped walking down the street with a woman on his back this week. Um, <clears throat> here's Officer Poutain with what happened. Oh, uh, yeah, so I said to him, where are you going? And he said, well, fancy dress party. I said, what as? And he said, a tortoise. I said, who's that woman on your back? He said, oh, that's Michelle. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Michelle. It's Michelle. Yeah. That's Michelle. Shocking scenes at Welsh Mountain Zoo this week when park rangers had to separate five parrots after they were caught encouraging each other to swear at guests. Two of the parrots could be seen laughing together after making a gingered kid cry. Insults on the day included beep and beep and also beep and cunt. (laughs) Very good, very good. I couldn't be more pleased at how that played. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, in London, uh, a couple in London were arrested a few days ago for selling golden tickets to heaven to hundreds of people. They sold the tickets on the street for £99.99 pence per ticket, told buyers the tickets were made of solid gold and that each ticket reserved the buyer a spot in heaven. All you had to do was present the ticket at the gates and you're in. Brilliant. Uh, Lando Moretti said in his police statement, Right, I don't care what the coppers are saying, yeah? But the tickets are solid gold, right? And it was Jesus who gave them to me behind KFC. He told me to sell them so I can get some money to go out of space and all that. So I met this alien called Malcolm, yeah? Or Big Mac. And he said he would take me and my wife on this flying saucer to the planet that's made entirely of drugs. They should arrest Jesus because he's the one that gave me the golden tickets, isn't it? I'm willing to wear a wire to set Jesus up, you know? Uh, Police confiscated a shitload of drugs. 10 grand in cash, and a baby alligator. Oh, nice. An elderly woman and her accomplice tried to make a low-speed getaway this week after stealing mobility scooters outside a local church. Cops in Florida managed to catch the flight, the fleeing OAPs, and have both been charged with grand 
Theft Auto. Oh, lovely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about sport, Al? Oh, uh, yes, please. There's sport. Uh, over at HMP Belmarsh, it was the annual tug-of-war match between a bunch of prostitutes and the prisoners. Yeah. Uh, the prostitutes winning comfortably again in the end, so you could say that the pros outweighed the cons. <laughs> yeah. Dr. <laughs> Doris. All right, lads, I had to do a very difficult surgery this week. I removed a man's left leg, his left arm, and his left ear as well. He's all right now. So, um, yeah. Cheers, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, over to Arnie Says the Funniest Things. I'm sick of all these people who knock on your door and tell you how you need to be saved or you'll burn. Stupid firefighters. <laughs> <laughs> In business, German car manufacturers are driving cars into trees and they've now found out how a Mercedes bends. Oh, good. And the weather is riveting. Oh, <laughs> lovely. Well, thank you, Stu. Another in the news next week. Sorry, Stu, I forgot you said London in that, and I didn't say London. Oh, well, never mind. Do apologise. So now it's time for Dinosaur Park Goes Tits Up. Hi. In each episode... Of Dinosaur Park goes tits up. Me and Al set each other a film to watch by the time we record the next week's show. And then we quiz each other on that film to see how well we've been paying attention. We do. Um, I gave you the film, film Waterworld to watch. Yeah. And you gave me Wonder. Oh, uh, yeah, you did. Have you got a tagline for Waterworld? Don't watch it. It's shit. <laughs> and there's water. <laughs> Uh, my tagline for um, Wonder is trust fun kids are cunt, so's his mum. Oh, she was a fucking bitch, weren't she? What I didn't get is you kind of think that he's going to be turning good in the end. And like, Julian? Is it Julian? The... Yeah, but then he comes back to school and he's still a knob. Yeah, because he comes back, like he has that meeting with his mum and dad and find out that she's a twat as well. And then he just turns around and goes, Principal Arseface or whatever his name is. Um, no, I'm, douche, sorry. Douche I'm sorry. And that's yeah, it. Yeah, then you think that's going to be pals. But then he's, and then he claps him at the end in the, in the assembly as well. So it's like, do you like him or not? Because you, oh, okay. yeah. But um, it's a brilliant film, Al. And it's the third film that's made me shed a tear. Is it? Yeah. I, I liked it. It was so, it was one of those um, Owen Wilson films, which is just so over sentimental. Well, did the film need Owen Wilson? No, it didn't need him. It needed Julia Roberts, I thought. Yeah, but it didn't need that character. He was he was just there wearing a suit all the time. Yeah, and, like... and he didn't once say wow. No, no, I was waiting for that. Right, I mean, what are you paying for? If you're getting Owen Wilson wow. in the film, he needs to be wow. saying wow. Wow, you're an astronaut. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I took your helmet. They did that scene where he took the helmet to work just so they could give him a scene to do, but it's like... Yeah. All right, he took his helmet to work. Great. I did it, like then. that they had like there was chapters in it, and it'd be like different characters and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find out about different characters. Um, though some of them I didn't really care about, like the friend of the girl. Couldn't really give a shit about her. Like you, you found out she got a really shitty home life, and then I was very was disappointed old. with um his mate though when he caught him talking behind his back. Oh yeah, 
Uh, and then when he realized, oh shit, he was the scream kid, and then he felt yeah. bad and he made amends. But yeah, good film though. I really liked it. Yeah, it's good film. It's good film. I don't think it's one of them. I don't think I'll ever watch again. Like I've seen it now. It's like it's like Marley and Me. I've seen Marley and Me. I don't need to see it again. Yeah, okay, I suppose. I don't know. Yeah, but Waterworld very, still very uplifting. Waterworld, I'll definitely watch. Well, I've only watched uh, forty-five minutes, and I will never get them back. I love Waterworld. It's so terrible that it's it's um, it turns itself into being a wonderful film. I have a feeling that I'll get zero right on this. Thing. Still, I don't think you will. Do He's you got gills. He's got gills. Do you want your first? Do you want your questions first? Yeah, get them out of the way. Go on. I honestly think you'll get at least four. No, at least three. I won't. So, question one: What's free in Waterworld? Water. No, nothing's free in Waterworld. <laughs> don't know. It might have been where I was asleep. I told you that last week. I said I, that's why. Oh, I did you? <laughs> Um, question two: What is Kevin Costner doing when we first see him? He's on the boat. Having a, he's this? having a piss. He's having a piss, and then he drinks it. Which I don't understand why he keeps buying water if he can just piss into that thing that turns into turns it into water, and then he goes and buys water. Stu, um, the second character we see on another boat escapes, and he's eating a fruit. Limes. What fruit. Yes, he's eating lime. Like he's eating them raw. Like Jesus, bites straight to the skin. Uh, you'll get this one, Stu. What mutation does Kevin Costner have? Gills! Yeah, gills. gills! Gills! That bloke dies with the limes, doesn't he? They catch him up on them speedboats and kill yeah. him. Yeah. I'd have also Good. accepted um, webbed feet as well, because he's got webbed feet. I don't know. Didn't know he had webbed feet. Yeah. Um, and question five, Stu. What plant does Kevin Costner um, buy? It's it's a, a plant with something on it. What is it? Didn't see that part. Oh, it's a tomato plant. It's got one tomato on it. And then I don't think you ever see him eating it. Oh. Yeah. So there you go, Stu. You've got, you got three. I said you'd get three. You did, yeah. Well done. And you got three. Well done. Right. <clears throat> uh, question one for Wonder then. What show did Charlotte get two callbacks for? Uh, Charlotte's one of the pupils that show uh, oh, all year yeah. round at the start. She's an actress, isn't she? Um, yeah. The only thing I can remember oh, is she said she was in, was it NCIS or something? I can't remember. Annie. Annie, Annie, yeah, yeah. Um, what was Isabel's dream job? Isabel's the mum. Oh, is it something to do with art? Is it an illustrator or an artist? Yes, yeah, get that children's book illustrator, children's yeah. book creator. Yeah. yeah. Who gave Oggy the astronaut helmet? Oh, it was it was the sister's best friend, but I, yeah. I can't remember her name. Yeah, get that Miranda. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the name of the dog called? Can't remember. I know it, it dies in it, doesn't it? It got very sick. I can't remember. Yeah. Died on uh, Daisy. Ah, Daisy. Okay. And uh, who is Oggy's favorite Star Wars character? Oh, uh, Boba Fett. Yeah, Boba Fett. Because he wants to dress up as him, doesn't he? The, the dog pisses on it on his outfit. Yeah. <laughs> it's real. Going into the tiebreakers, too. Oh, we actually need the tiebreaker. Okay. Yeah. Oh no! I don't know if you're going to get this one now. I thought it, well, this was again. It was in the first ten minutes of the film, so you might get it. Um, what does Kevin Costner's um, show to get him into the compound at the start? He's, oh, got... he's got like that sack thing in it. That he's... Oh, dirt. He's got, yeah, he's got soil. soil. Yeah, there you go. A jar of dirt. Three point two kilograms in total. Yeah, yeah. What game doesn't Oggy like playing at school? What game doesn't he like playing at school? Or oh, sport activity. What doesn't he like doing? 
Oh gosh. Um oh yeah, I remember. Oh, I'm not gonna guess. A uh, dodgeball? Yes, dodgeball. Yes. Yeah. So I know he's getting hit by dodgeballs at one point. So that is uh four all then in the end, Stu. So still remains 12 six. I've got a good film for you next next time. I mean, there weren't many X's. Have you got a uh, I give you X-Men on Disney Plus. X-Men, excellent. Well, so I've give you I've given you X-Men Origins Wolverine. Yes. And like the main it. reason I've given you that, Stu, is because I've never seen it before. Ah. The one I've not seen, so I thought, oh. This will oh. be the first time you see Deadpool then. No, that's just, um, that's X-Men Origins is the one where he's in, he's in an Asian country. I don't know which one it is. Oh, this is that one, is it? Yeah. <clears throat> which yeah. one am I thinking of then? That's the other Wolverine one. I don't know oh. if it's just called Wolverine or something like that. No, that's the one. The, the Japan one's the Wolverine. X-Men. Are... Be clear which film you want to watch here, Al. It's X-Men. That's... No, because the, the one of them's not called X-Men. It's just called Wolverine or something. There's the oh. Wolverine and then there's X-Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah, it has to be X-Men because the other one isn't hasn't got X at the start. So it's X-Men Origins Wolverine. Which I think is the is the one in Asia. This is the this is the uh this is the one with uh him and Leave Schreiber as Victor Creed. Oh is it? Oh I have seen that and one. Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool in it and all that. Oh yeah, the other one's the Wolverine. Will I Am's yeah. in it as well. The one with Will I Am in. Yes, sorry. So it is yeah, it's that one then. The one with yeah, uh, Deadpool. So. Yeah. Which isn't bad. <clears throat> It's not a bad film. Okay. It's not a bad film. Um, okay. Your uh, one's better. <laughs> yeah. So if you'd like to watch along in the next episode, both films are us. That's X-Men Origins Wolverine and X-Men. And now it's time for Tales Down of Bag of Nails. Rabbit, 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 In each episode. Rabbit, 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 rabbit. In each episode, Stu or I take a trip down to London. London. to visit the greatest bar in the world the bag o' nails it was Stu's turn to go down this episode Stu did you meet anyone nice I did I'll actually be in London on July the 18th London yeah all right well Stu give us your uh give us your tape okay well, I met Angus McIntyre he was a car salesman from France but he's got Ooh. no sort no no kind of um French accent Okay, excellent. Here we go then. And <laughs> Hello, Angus McIntyre. I'm a car salesman from France. Can you tell? We oui. Bon. <laughs> so I was at work the other day and I said to my friend, Hey there, mate, pass me that booklet with the information about the car. He said, Bro, sure. Bro, sure. Bro, Bro sure. Oh, brilliant. Okay. I was thinking logbook. <laughs> well, I don't know why we car salesmen get such a bad rap. The other day, a woman went to slam a door in my face, but the door bounced back. She tried it again. Same thing happened. She kept doing it. Same thing. She then went to give it a massive run-up to slam the door shut. I said to her, well, you might want to move your cat out of the way before you do that again, love. Oh. That saved the cat's life. Well, it might have been dead, I don't know. <laughs> Used to sell Bibles, I did. Had a great trick on how to sell them and all. When they opened the door... I say, do you want to buy one or shall I just read it to you here? 
<laughs> Always did the trick. <laughs> Very good. I know a sloth uh, who used to be a door-to-door salesman in Australia. So he knocks on this door and old Bruce opens up. He says, what do you want? Sloth says, uh, sir, I'm wanting to know if you'd like to buy some new roller shutters for your home. This man is he's fucking sick of these salesmen, so he just runs up, gives it a massive punt. Sloth goes flying for miles. Yeah. Anyway, about a year later, this um, bloke's still sitting on his sofa and the doorbell rings. Opens the door and there's Sloth there again, dusting himself down. It's like, what'd you do that for, mate? <laughs> I'm very good. Uh, right, lads, I've got a big deal. I've got to sell 500 hippos to this German ambassador for Spain. Or I don't get paid tomorrow, so I'll see you later. I mean, au revoir. <laughs> he suddenly turned Australian at the end, though. Yeah, it's kind of an Australian-French relations, mate. It's called Normandy, mate. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Well, thanks, Stu. On the next you know what? Do you know a good place to um, visit, but before I go? You know a really good place to visit in France? Where? Brest. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> well, it's... <laughs> It's yours to lose if you don't want to go there, mate. <laughs> Paris. Strasbourg. See you later. <laughs> See you later. Little. Well, thanks, Steve. I will be heading down the bag of nails in the next episode. But now let's move on to Mike Reed's top tips. In each episode, Stu finds a cassette tape with two tips left for him by Mike Reed. Stu, have you got a cassette this week? Ding. Thank you very much. And click. How you doing, lads? Mike Reed here. When I say Mike, you say Reed. Mike. Reed. Mike. Reed. Mike. Reed. What are they saying? I can't hear them. <laughs> anyway, can't two tips to uh, get you through life. Don't thank me. Don't buy shoes from drug dealers. Fucking hell. I learned the hard way. I did it. Don't know what he laced them with. I've been tripping all day. <laughs> Stu, I very nearly used that in one of the dad jokes at the start of the episode because it was one that was oh. on the website. <laughs> good job I didn't. No, nah, good. Uh, two, never interrupt people doing puzzles. Chances are you'll hear some crosswords. Oh, lovely. <laughs> uh, three, <laughs> what's Dolly Park? <laughs> favorite uh thing that you mentioned earlier <laughs> what a favorite uh um, coordination yeah favorite coordination well, i don't know and i <laughs> see, you later. see you later mike thanks <laughs> wonderful stuff <laughs> Right, so that's the end of the episode. Let's get some of the bits out of the way. So on the next episode, we are asking for your top three one-hit wonders. Uh, on uh, the Naughty Corner, we're asking for your favourite single from the year 2003. And in Dinosaur Pot Goes Tits Up, if you'd like to watch along, we're watching X-Men Origins, Wolverine and X-Men. You can get in contact with us at gmail.com or Stu and at Stu and Alpod on Instagram and Twitter. Stu, have you got anything to end the episode with? Yeah, we just had an email out, actually. Oh, good. Go on, then. Here's Stu and Al. Hear me out. Hear me out. Yeah, that's hear me out. Hear me out. Why don't they stagger rush hour to cut down on congestion? People with surnames beginning with the letters M to Z, 
No, actually, forget that. People with the surnames begin with F to Z and stay at work for an extra half an hour to ease the journey for those with surnames of A to E. Think about it. Your friend, Alf Albertson. Oh. P.S. Mike and the mechanics are playing at July at the Sports Hall Arena. Standing room only, mind. £20 each. You in? Alf from Aberdeen. Well, thanks, Alf. Yes, we would like tickets for, uh, what was it? Mike 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 and the mechanics. Looking back over my my shoulder, I can see the look in your eyes. I never dreamed this could be over. I never Say goodbye. So, uh, yes, we would do. And, yeah, that's a great plan. um, Submit it to your local council, and I'm sure they'll get back to you with positive news. Won't do me any good, Al. My surname begins with R. Oh, yeah. Well, Stu... I've got a little quiz for you at the end, if you if yes. you fancy it. Uh, it's called the Accent TV Review. Oh, can't we do the um, songs from films again? I'm good at that. I'll bring it back at some point, but I came up with this <sighs> one. Okay. So, Stu, I'm going to give you a review of a TV show in a different accent. And uh, you've then... Well, no, actually, I'm not going to do it. I've got five people with different accents to... <laughs> To review a TV show for it. And you've got to guess what TV show it is that they're talking about. You ready? Yeah. Just hand it over to the first person. Uh, I like the show because it's got like, uh, football on it. You see like, a lot stuff and it goes and that. And that can you like? Dude, what's that TV show? I can't believe there's a Geordie here. What a surprise. Um, is it match of the day? It is match of the day, Stu. Well yeah, done. These people I barely are understand what you were saying. Cut in. I can barely understand that one. <laughs> These people are emphasizing the accents. It's uh, this isn't how they normally say. They're just proper locals, and are they? Are yeah. Yeah. Um, hold on a sec. Let me just get. Let me just get the next person, um, and not just try. We're gonna have to say sorry to Keith Campbell at some point in this part again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you ready, Stu? Sorry, oh. Keith. Oh, they just walk us. Oh, there's that. Dragons and I, well, no ways are your dragons. Oh, they cause our wheels and not any old dragons and, 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 and thrones. <laughs> what was that one, Stu? Yeah, I didn't need the thrones at the end. That's Game of Thrones. It was Game of Thrones, yeah. Next one, Stu, you ready? Yeah. No, I really like this show because it's a vampire, believe it or not, and there's a black with a toba and all that, and he plays the toba and then he went, he's in Salvation Army. <laughs> what accent was that? That was Birmingham. Was it? Yeah. Do it, do it again. No, my really lock and shout because Ben Pavel who leaves on the street and is black in October and he works for Salvation Army. I'm Alan Partridge. No, think about it. The bloke you're saying bloke. you're saying Toblerone. No, the bloke who plays the tuba and he works for the Salvation Army. Neighbours. I thought yes. he said Toblerone. No. <laughs> <laughs> they have the accents. You ready for the fourth one, Stu? Yeah. They all trained to couple up in the end of what it often stuff and they go on dates and all it or so. Yes, so they are. That goes our Dublin listener. <laughs> um, you have to repeat that one. I didn't get any of it. Oh, yes, I 
Fler fjordsårdelsen, you know, det går an i flesen, og jo, går an det, så det kommer opp på natten, og det er noen challenges, og det er noen nødvendighetsårdelsen. Love Island? Yes. Her kommer det skattisk, hva han? Hey, stay, everybody, I can't get this good distance. Hey, go in the yes and the, go in... Do you know all our little tasks and that? Hey, 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 Paul, you need to go to here to get a taxi. Apprentice. Yes. <laughs> I literally got it with taxi. <laughs> I was trying not to say you're fired in it, but um, so I think I, I think I managed to pull that off, Stu. <laughs> you're fired. You're fired. I'm Sir Alan Sugar. I have to sit on the yellow pages so I can be tall on my high chair in front of Karen and, and uh, Tim. Karen, Karen, will you get me some ready bread, please? <laughs> <laughs> Tim, Tim, what, what's the score in the cricket? <laughs> Tim, you know I used to own uh, Tottenham Hotspurs. Uh, do you like Tottenham Hotspurs, Tim? <laughs> please, Tim. <laughs> Garen, <coughs> let me wear stamp shirt. <laughs> Please. <laughs> right, well, that's the Where's end. Where's Claude? Did I fire him? Claude. <laughs> that's the end of the episode. Say goodbye, Stu. Goodbye. You're goodbye. fired. <laughs> hey, you're fired. <laughs>